Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no-bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is going to be a super fast one, like a super duper. <laughs> A wicked fastity fast one because um, there's not too much to say about what I want to talk about. I mean, that's not true. There's a shit ton I could say, but I just want to make this nice little nugget as like a gift from my hat to yours. So maybe I'll dive. I'm definitely going to do a whole episode on Fred Rogers and why Mr. Rogers has been a huge part of not only my life and my spiritual team, but why he's one of, you can see back, where's the, back there over my shoulder, I'm pointing to it. There's a little candle of like St. Fred Rogers because <laughs> he has had such a huge impact on my life, um, obviously as a child, but also as an adult and as a, um, as a teacher, as a spiritual mentor, as somebody who holds space for other human beings. And yesterday, I'm not even sure how I got there. First of all, let me say this. I have no fucking idea what I'm going to call this episode. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't want to call it Fred Rogers because I'm saving that for when I do a much larger thing about him. But um, I'm not even sure how I ended up on this video yesterday. I had seen it many, many, many times and I cannot for the life of me watch it without crying. Uh, in fact, I watched it three times yesterday. I cried all three times. And then I watched it again right before hitting record. And uh, I started crying again. So I just accept that Fred Rogers makes me cry. And one of the reasons why is I was talking to somebody recently. Um, oh, well, because I just did the episode, right? Uh, on Stop Apologizing for Crying. Maybe you listened to that one. Maybe you didn't. And one of the things I was saying and thinking about is that um, acts of kindness, like kindness really makes me cry these days. The older I get, when I see acts of compassion and acts of kindness, I just lose it, man. Like I just like start sobbing and crying and it just fills my heart so much. It moves me at such a deep level. And one of the things that I was talking to some folks, so a, a lot of you may or may not know that I've, I've, you know, I've been a yoga teacher. I've been a yoga student since 1987, 88, but I've been a yoga teacher. Um, I started teaching in like 1999, uh, became officially certified in 2001, but I was teaching before I was ever, you know, quote unquote, um, certified. So I've been a yoga teacher for over 20 years. Um, and so I'm pretty much retired, right? Like I used to have a yoga studio, um, and then I went on to teach classes in various locations. And then I, you know, for many years ran the New Hampshire yoga retreat with a few of my friends. Um, and 
now I basically, uh, in this past, I don't know, six months or whatever it's been, uh, some friends of mine that own a studio have, have asked me to come and teach. So I teach like maybe once a month now. I will always be um, a part of the yoga tradition and yoga will always be a part of my spiritual practice. Um, just that I don't, you know, um, actively teach all the time anymore, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But it is a re recent class that I was teaching at. Um, I offered them this exercise. And the reason why I'm tying these two things together is because when I saw the video yesterday, it made me think about this, this exercise that I had done. So I'll wrap it all up and bring it together for you guys. Um, so in the yoga class at the beginning of class, uh, I was asking everybody, you know, because just life in general for so many people can feel so busy and so stressful and fucking just completely overwhelming, right? I mean, lately, especially add in a couple of years of the pandemic, um, you know, loss of life, losing people, people's jobs, just the tension politically, like just the whole shebang of where the world is at, right? I think uh, a lot of people are feeling the squeeze, right? Remember the squeeze. So I asked people at the beginning of class, you know, who here has been feeling maybe a little extra squeezed lately, a little stressed, a little overwhelmed, and every single person uh, raised their hand. And so I basically asked them, I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. And I asked them to bring their hands together. And I said, well, you can bring your hands together like this. And those of you who are listening and not watching is basically bringing your palms together as for lack of a better word, perfectly as you can, meaning as, as matched as you can so that the bottom of your palms connect right above the wrist and then your fingers all touch. And so it's almost like your ha hands are in prayer position. Okay. So that's one option. And then bringing the thumbs right up against your chest. So your, your thumbs are touching, right? The, uh, the bone, uh, I'm thumping it, the bones of your chest and you keep them in that nice match. So this, this connection here, this union of self to self, but also of self to the divine or self to the beloved or higher power or whatever you happen to call God or love or source or whatever, right? You guys know I don't get hung up on what you call it. So bring those hands together and then bring your hands to your chest. Or another option is to just kind of cross your palms, one, one palm flat against your chest, the other hand on top of that hand, right? So there you're like, kind of like, but like you're up against yourself, you're feeling yourself. Like, so for me, this can be very regulating for my nervous system. I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, it, when I, when I bring my hands to that area, it just really feels grounding. I know some of the people like to do one hand, like on their heart, their chest, and one hand on their belly, wherever it feels connection, good, grounding, calming, peaceful for you. And then I said to them, okay, we're going to help to kind of bring ourselves to a place of gratitude to a place of um, love. We're gonna do this through our mind, but also making this connection with our hands. And I invite you to try this at home too. Like if you're ever, like so many people work at home now, but even if you work in an office, right? You can just take a beat and do this. You can go in a bathroom stall if you're afraid if your, your coworkers are gonna think you're a weirdo. <laughs> if you listen to this show, I hate to bring it to you, you're already a weirdo. So we can just accept that, just accept that. Um, okay. So here's the deal. And then once your hands are against your body, right. In prayer position or wherever, um, just give yourself a couple of good deep breaths in and out and then close your eyes. Now, obviously don't do this if you're driving. Okay. Only do this, you can pause, save it for later. Uh, but I'm just giving you this little exercise. It's going to be really, really, really helpful. And then I'm going to talk a little bit more about Mr. Rogers and why I'm thinking of this. 
So I ask people to do this and to take a few good deep breaths, right? In through the nose and out through the nose if you can, but also you can use a nice out breath through the mouth. Some nice pranayama, some nice breathing, right? Helps to start to um, kind of kick on, as I say, the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the calm, the relaxation, what we would call the digest and rest, right? And then while you're doing this, while you're breathing, while your hands are in connection or in prayer position up against your heart, up against your body, then you let your mind, you draw into your mind, you bring into your mind, you focus your mind on someone or something you love. So like right here, you can see in front of me, I have this little picture of buckaroo. <laughs> I'm holding up a picture. Uh, I got to get one this size about Quincy so I can keep it in front of my, my thing. But I, you know, we, we have so many animals that we have lost over the years, but this is the most recent one. So this is, so Quincy, we recently lost, but this was Buck who we lost about six months ago. And he was like, just, yeah, I can't even almost burst into tears and I'm trying to keep it together. So I'm just hold up a little picture of Buckaroo and how cute he is with this little smile. And he's laying in the grass and his eyes are kind of shiny and his mouth is open and he's smiling and his little tail is curled over his back for those of you who aren't watching it. It's just the cutest picture. So I was envisioning Buck when I did this exercise at the time. So you can be thinking of a person, they can be alive or dead, have passed on. You can be thinking of a, um, a furry kid, a beloved pet, a companion animal, an animal that you loved. You can be thinking of a place that you love. Maybe it's the pyramids of Egypt or a beach or the desert or Sedona or the mountains or sunsets, like whatever it is. But truly attune your mind, bring into your mind the imagery, the feeling of somebody or something that you love. And as your hands are against your body and as you're thinking about them, as you're thinking about like fully focus your mind and not only bring in the picture in your mind, but let your body truly feel that love. Let your body truly feel that gratitude that you have for them. Let yourself fully be immersed in the memory and the experience of that love space. And when we do this, so I had them do this exercise and afterwards, you know, after we came out of it, after we did it, we did it for like a few minutes. And I said to them, now, how do you feel? And they all said, I feel so much more calm. I feel so much more scented. And I'm like, yeah, because this is the power of shifting your mind from fear to love, getting out of that overwhelm and stress and bringing your mind into the present, even if it's in memory, right? You're drawing upon this image and you're letting your body be awashed in the chemicals of that feel good, right? And remembering and being with this sensation of gratitude and goodness and love. And it can be so powerful, you guys. So that's like a little thing. But the reason why I'm sharing it with you and why it just came back up into my memory to talk about it is this video of Mr. Rogers I just watched. And what it's of is he was back in 1999, I think it was in LA, he was inducted into like the TV Hall of Fame because he had done, Mr. Rogers did something like 900 shows, 900 episodes of Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. And it was, I think, 31 years that he did this. And what a lot of people don't know is that Mr. Rogers was an orda ordained minister and never once did you hear him come on and, and be preachy or anything like that, but he was totally in service to love. That's what I know about Mr. Rogers. And so 
Um, I'm, I'm just going to kind of get, I'm going to skip the opening. They bring Jeff, Jeffrey Erlinger. If any of you remember, um, if you were a Mr. Rogers watcher, like if you're around my age, I'm in my fifties. Um, there was an episode where there was a young boy who came onto the show and he was in a wheelchair and Mr. Rogers had this whole conversation with him. And, um, in the scene, just setting the scene, Mr. Rogers hadn't seen him in, I don't know, something like 30 years or whatever. So as you know, the, uh, Mr. Rogers is sitting in the audience, he's there, he knows he's receiving like the hall of fame, you know, award, whatever. And all of a sudden the announcement says, please welcome to the stage, you know, Jeffrey Erlinger and Mr. Rogers face, his mouth, his jaw just drops open, his eyes like light up. And when the camera pulls back, you can see that it's kind of a low stage, but there are still stairs that go up the sides of the stage. Mr. Rogers didn't even use the stairs. He was so excited to see his old friend who the last time he saw him, he was five years old, right? And all of a sudden, Mr. Rogers just like stands up, his face light. Oh, I'm gonna start crying just thinking about it. Oh my God, I cannot relive this moment without getting teary-eyed. So Mr. Rogers just like steps onto the stage. Like he just takes this big giant step, doesn't even use the stairs. And he goes and he hugs his old friend. It's this beautiful moment. Now here's the fascinating thing. He, for those of us who watched him, he is so deeply embedded in our subconscious. So the audience is full of adults. Now like adult famous actors and actresses in Hollywood, you know, power people, all this stuff. And you can just literally see all like the little kids in them, like, cause they're in his presence. And that's how old we were when we were interacting with him and they're like crying. And it's like, cause you can't not cause Mr. Rogers just does this to us because he loved us no matter what. This is the guy that told us, I like you just the way you are. And for a lot of us growing up, that was not the message we were receiving from our environment. So Mr. Rogers does this little exercise that I love. And it was the exercise during this speech that made me think about the other exercise that I was inviting people to do. And I'm doing this today on the show because I think so many of us are feeling probably overwhelmed, stressed out, exhausted, tired. And I think a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And showing ourselves a little bit of kindness is such a powerful practice. So we have the one that I shared with you just now where you can you know, do it for yourself to, to help regulate your nervous system a little bit, to breathe, get some oxygen in your body, right? A little more prana, a little more life force, but also that calming, loving energy of attuning and aligning the mind with love because that is who we truly are. So giving yourself a chance to go home for a moment. So that's kind of like the focus on doing for ourselves by drawing upon love that we've known or that we still know, you know, if we're lucky enough to be focusing on a person or an animal or something that is still, um, quote unquote, alive and in the world with us. But then Mr. Rogers does this powerful exercise. Um, and it's so beautiful. And I, I want to share with you um, basically what he says uh, towards the end of his speech. And he's talking about basically um, everybody in his life who is like helped make this possible. If my memory serves correctly, he was like thanking different people. And then he turns back to the audience and he says this, okay, who in your life, I'm now Mr. I'm Mr. Rogers speaking right now, right? Who in your life has been such a servant to you? Who has helped you love 
the good that grows within you. Let's just take 10 seconds to think of some of those people who have loved us and wanted what was best for us in life. Those who have encouraged us to become who we are tonight. Just 10 seconds of silence. I'll watch the time. And then he holds the time, 10 seconds, and not, you guys, do you know how loud, do you know how loud normally at the award shows, <laughs> even when people are on stage, like everybody's talking, and there's always like this noise. When Mr. Rogers takes the mic, boom, these people just shut up. Like you could have heard, what's the old saying? A pin drop. It was like, you could have heard the hot beats in the room. It was so quiet. And he says, just 10 seconds of, of silence and I'll watch the time. And then after the time has passed, he says, no matter where they are, either here or in heaven, imagine how pleased those people must be to know that you thought of them right now. Oh my God. And every time I think of this exercise, to me, this is a way to honor our ancestors, those we love, those who've come before us, the shoulders of the people that we're standing on, the people who have what I call loved us into being, the people who have saw us and saw what we were capable of and believed in us before we maybe even could believe in ourselves or see ourselves or see our own brilliance. Taking time to bring your mind back to this place of love, to align yourself, because it's so easy in this world to get caught up with what you don't have, what's lacking, the scarcity, the separation, the sickness, right? It's so easy in this conditioned world of fear to forget about all the love that exists, all the love that you have been shown, all the love that you have given and all the love that you have received. And it's a very powerful practice. You know, in the nest, we have a module. And the nest is, if you're new to the show, it's my spiritual community and membership and mentorship. And um, there's a module in the nest called Balcony People, where we do this very thing. We think about the people in our lives who have been our balcony people, who have lifted us up. And as he says it here, who has helped you love the good that grows within you? This is such a powerful concept. Who has helped you love the good that grows within you? Who in your life has been such a servant to you? And man, do I hope that you have at least one person in your life. And if you don't, I swear that I encourage you to join the nest because then I created the nest for just this reason. So people have a safe place where they feel seen and they feel heard and they feel loved and they feel like they belong. Because we all need such a person and we all need such a place. And that's what Mr. Rogers did for so many of us as kids growing up. Because again, a lot of us were not hearing these things at home, that we were liked or loved for just who we were, how we were. That's the unconditional love. That is the power of the unconditional love. And I would say even take it a step further or farther is when you do this, and I hope you do do this, I hope you stop. And instead of 10 seconds, I would say stretch it to a minute. 
And I think he normally does a minute, but he only did 10 seconds on the show because I think he only had 10 seconds of time because you know how they are with the speeches. They stop playing the music on you. They try to cut you off. <laughs> Can you imagine cutting off Fred Rogers? No. Oh my God. That would be like, I think there'd be mutiny in the audience. But um, I hope you take the time to do this. I hope that when you start to feel overwhelmed, that you bring your hands together, you bring your thumbs to your chest or hands over your hat or whatever, and you bring into your mind, you align your mind with someone or something, a pet, an animal, whatever it is that you love. And you let, don't just do it from the neck up. Don't just do it from the neck up in your brain, in your mind, right? Feel it wholly, wholly, like feel it in your body, feel it in your heart. Let your body actually imagine that you're in their presence in the gratitude, like see them in your mind's eye. It is such a powerful and healing and calming practice. And then also to extend gratitude and to think of those who loved you into being, who wanted what was best for you, who believed in you, who championed you, who cheerleaded you, who came before you, whose lineage you are a part of, that you're proud to be a part of. Because it's a very, very, very powerful thing. And when you think of them, and I always say, because all minds are joined, all minds, the collective consciousness, all minds are joined. So when, when he says, imagine how pleased those people must be to know that you thought of them right now. So take it a step farther, further. I think it's further. And um, if you're able to send them a little handwritten note, not just a text if you can help it, like literally if you can, if they're still alive, I encourage you to send a little note. Take the time to stamp it, to seal the envelope, to write the address, to write in your handwriting. I did this little practice and exercise today, and I want you to know that I thought of you because you have made a difference in my life. Let the people who have loved you into being know that you received it, that you got it, that you get it. And especially if somebody was doing that for a really long time and you never acknowledged it because you were too <laughs> spiritually stupid at the time, right? Because we grow in our emotional intelligence. We grow into our spiritual awareness. We expand our consciousness all the time, hopefully. And sometimes we have this revelation where it was like, oh my God, I did not see this before. So as soon as you get smart enough, make it happen, you guys. Spread the good word, spread the love. And I hope this has been helpful. I know this is like a different episode than I normally do, but I just felt wicked strong about this, especially since this, this um, video came back into my consciousness um, like really strong. And I said, I wanna pass this on and I wanna share this with people as just a little exercise of love uh, from my heart to yours. And I hope you found it helpful in some way. And the other thing I want to say is if, if these things resonate with you, if you feel like you could use a little bit more of love in your life, if you want to talk about these things of spirit and gratitude and consciousness and expansion and spreading the good word and the love and deepening your relationship to yourself, to source, to spirit, to your spiritual team, this is what we do in the nest. And I'm also going to be opening up a new program specifically for um, entrepreneurs uh, community leaders, solopreneurs, people who 
uh, our leaders of teams or they run a business or whatever um, that's going to be spiritual spiritual mentorship um, but specifically for those groups of people too but in the meantime if you feel called to this uh, I would love to invite you into the nest so uh, just send me a message if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever you can always send me a DM or send me an email uh, karen at karenkenny.com or just go to my website and hit the contact button uh, and you can always find out more about the nest at karenkenny.com slash nest, N-E-S-T. All right, you guys, that's what I have for you today. I hope you found it helpful. I hope it serves you in some way because that is always my hope. And I was kind of laughing when I read that, uh, who has helped you love the good that grows within you. And that's one of the things I always hope to do with the podcast is to expand and grow the love the love that you are, the love that's within you, the love that's within me to just to, to do it within the world, right? Because this is how, this is how uh, the world ultimately changes is we change ourselves first. And we don't change ourselves through attack and judgment and blame and shame and guilt and all that bullshit. We do it through love. Love is the way. This is the way. All right, you guys, wherever you go, please leave yourself, the people, the place, the animals, the environment, better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>